Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Keep dancing. I'm so sorry. I never do that properly. As you might have guessed by now, Mark isn't here. He's hallucinating um, in a hospital bed. So not in a hospital bed. That's that's over-egging the pudding. But he's not very well. Um, so instead, please may I introduce you. This is Julie, by the way. My husband, you've all met him before, it's Joel Morris. Hello. I'm only here because because Mark is road testing. He's an earlier doctor for COVID-22. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't wait to get the new one. It's like an iPhone. He that is up so outside. like him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he wants the new one. He's trying it out. Apparently, it's awful. But yeah, he's very... <laughs> Poor it's, it's, Mark. Every time someone's ill, you go, is it, is, it the, is it the Rona? Is it the Rona? But apparently, it's just illness. He's just got... It's having little kids, isn't it? Yeah. They, they give you all the nasty diseases. He's been hallucinating small birds, apparently, hopping around on his floor. That's rather what is it like like a Disney princess? Exactly like a Disney princess. <laughs> he is in so many ways like a Disney princess. <laughs> it's pretty much how he looks, isn't it? Let's yeah. face it. It's certainly how he dresses. Um <laughs> anyway, we are <laughs> returning to the dance. We're halfway through Strictly Come Dancing 2021, which seems unbelievable. I, not in a bad way, but it feels like we're further in than that to you. To, you, to me, does it to you? Yeah, cuz I think cuz we lost all the stompers really really early. So basically we did. everyone's been really good for a long time. There've been there've been lots of tens. The ones who Craig would call Heavy, flat-footed. No, is it heavy, heavy of leg and flat-footed? Yes, that, that there weren't that many this year, and so there were tens early. So it feels, it feels like we've already been to Blackpool. It feels like we've already had. Well, movie certainly week. nines. Yes, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So last week we lost Judy and Graziano, and uh, we're down to nine couples, which means this podcast will be shorter. Yay! So <laughs> really quickly, brilliant. It was great. <laughs> and Joel and I talk very fast anyway, yeah, so you might want to slow down the playback speed on this. Right, shall we start with dance number one? Remind me what dance number one was, because it was many, many days <laughs> so ago. So long ago now. Because really... Mark, Mark got ill. This is this is the opposite of fresh in my mind. I know. This is like tired old commentary when everyone's already had their say. But anyway, we all begin with dance number one, which was Adam, Adam and Katia's jive. As we now know, spoilers, their doomed jive oh, yeah. to some sort of 1950s number. Was it the one that goes, oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, that, that one, one? Yeah, that's Never what it's called. I don't know if what you that's the sheet music, that's what it says at the top. The one that goes, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> that demands you either do it in a diner or a kind of a drive-in cinema of some kind but anyway so they did this very trad 50s jive um and i saw we we were watching um strictly it takes two last night obviously it's their their exit interview yeah and um and he was you know talking about how physically his legs were a mess and his he thought his achilles tendon was going to go it's like we we decided didn't we he's turning back into a fish Yes, and and as he does that, obviously human movement becomes much more difficult. Th- these new, these new appendages which he developed, the legs, the human <laughs> legs which he has, which he obviously he gave his his voice to a sea witch, and he got human legs. Uh, he's got human legs as as he prepares to return to the ocean floor from whence he came. Exactly, uh, as, as Charles said, flopping across the floor <laughs> like a beached fish to leave. Um, yeah, he he came over very. He he was he was talking about it in a very physical way. Yeah. I think it's one of the things Robert Webb's exit reminded you. This is really physically demanding on people, so you need Extremely. to be at peak fitness. Yeah. But for someone who's a sportsman, he's to say, an Olympic athlete. Yeah, though. to say this was hard. Yeah. I was finding this hard, and you get the feeling with you got the feeling where with Hugo as well when he was leaving that because he'd hurt himself, he was being a bit careful. Definitely, that's why they kept saying hesitant. Well, the judges called this yeah. de- definitely hesitant, didn't you they? You realise how much everyone who you're watching, especially when you're watching the professionals, they're like rubber. They're so effortless. Exactly. They're fearless about doing themselves any physical damage because they're in such peak shape that someone who's worried about their Achilles tendons going will dance a bit stiffly. Yeah, exactly. Well, the judges did think that. I think they said, um, Shirley said he had good postural stance, but um, he made an error, which then I think, so he, he, he did a misstep really early on, which in the jive is just terrible because it throws off your whole timing yeah. for the rest of the dance. So then he was very kind of, didn't look as confident. Anton agreed. He said he was hesitant, uh, said the classic line, but you were up on your balls beautifully. Hey. Good old Anton. I swear he does it on purpose. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Craig gave them a six. He wasn't impressed at all, um, which if by this stage of the competition, sixes mean you're, you know, 
basically flotsam waiting to be um, washed out to sea. Um, yeah, he said his his ball changes were heavy. Um, he heavy balls. Dan- well, he had very heavy Up balls. Upon his heavy balls. Which, which means you can't dance through the moves if you've got very heavy balls no, uh, swinging there. Um, and then Motsi was really kind of like trying to ameliorate everything and sort of said there were many positives but didn't say what they were. Um, well, they put them out first <laughs> as well, which I think was a bit cruel because I think if you... The book gonna... he's all said Adam was going this week so you don't put that poor guy... It literally is like cannon fodder, isn't it? Yeah, it felt a bit cruel. I mean, there, there, are, there are a few people who are sort of probably reaching the end of what they're capable of at this stage and there are people who obviously you're hoping will be in the final he's not in that elite group no and you could see him stiffening up and also he's he's been holding his breath now for for seven or eight weeks <laughs> i mean now. how's he done it though it is impressive i mean it's it's brilliant in some ways it's more impressive than being deaf <laughs> <laughs> not being able to breathe <laughs> because your gills are no use out of the exactly. water exactly <laughs> i think i think we should be more sympathetic we've had a, i mean as far as diversity casting this year it's been through the roof I hasn't mean, it? exactly we've had a merman for god's sake um <laughs> They they got he, uh, I think three sevens and a six from the judges. Um, Katia's face throughout though was just like you know she you know she's got normally got that fighting face or yeah. the kind of the determined or the sexy face. Her face the whole way through was like yeah yeah I know I'm fine with it. No really I'm fine I'm with it. I'm tired she knew, now. She knew she was going. Um, yeah. But I, I will say a a, a Katia Strictly is always a very dull place I think I, yeah. I really miss her choreography and I miss her presence on the dance floor she's sort of yeah she's a little sort of dose of anarchy so it's, it's funny as well I think one of the lovely things about Strictly is as time's gone on you've got to know the pros better which is why it's really hard for someone like Kai to make an impact totally and he's done an amazing job oh, I mean yeah enormous boss. you forget he was introduced as a new dancer he's been such a, a, a defining face for this yeah. is you get to know them and actually those little if you don't know the celebrities, and very often there's a thing where where uh, people go, I don't know who these people are. They're all influencers. But you do know the dancers, and you do. Well, know it's the almost characters. like Mark was back for a minute. Then sorry. Yeah, but you do. But you do know the. I'll, I'll cough and get hot if you want. Um, you do know the characters, and your fam- your strictly family, your sitcom oh, is yes. little pocket rocket Jeanette Manrara, and it's sort of naughty daughter. She, she's the Vivian. She's the anarchic presence. Oh, definitely. She's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. And it's lovely to have those 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 sort of those faces and those personalities in there and it really really helps they you give the thing texture thing. don't they yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for and sure particularly because i think you're depending on those characters and and your hosts are quite i mean claudia's naughty and tess is quite bland yeah it's not something like an anton deck show where the hosts give it all the texture no 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 those dancers are amazing and the family of dancers as it changes and evolves is one of the reasons it's lovely coming back yeah and the year. judges everyone's got got kind of a part to yeah. play haven't they in that sort of sitcom setup yeah. judges especially yeah the only thing i'd say about adam i mean it's sad he's gone but it kind of definitely was his week to yeah. go it wasn't like there was anybody else <clears throat> dan walker in contention <laughs> for the leaving spot this week that cough's really nasty isn't I'm sorry it? no i think mark maybe transmitted it down yeah, the yeah. wires last week um, but Adam didn't do himself many favours in the kind of post-match interviews. Obviously, he's a sportsman, so he's kind of just supremely confident and does not like losing. Um, and it, even after that dance, where I think perhaps there was a general atmos in the studio of like, oh, well, you tried your best, but you're going. Um, he was just really kind of like, well, no one can fault my energy. Oh, ooh, I yeah. did really well on this. And even in the um, the It Takes Two kind of exit interview, he just doesn't seem that warm i don't know if i'm just not picking up it's a tough thing i think and not, it's well hidden but he I'm, just seemed a little bit snotty i'm not a sports person i don't like sporty things very much i, I prefer things <laughs> like dancing contests <laughs> yeah um but there's a funny thing with i used to do actually we both used to do a lot of stuff on radio five and you'd have uh sports people in to be yeah, interviewed a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. and the thing that they've all got in common and why they're famous is they're all massively ambitious and sometimes quite driven to the extent of being quite boring oh and, sure because and they're, they're happy so to, focused and they're happy to say that i remember having i think it was matthew pinson came on radio five once and he said i'm not really worth interviewing because i just think about rowing it's why which is a lovely talk, thing to we've say. talked about this before like when someone's on the center court at wimbledon remember this, and you'd be watching them play tennis backwards and forwards backwards and forwards and then at one point one of them would perhaps quizzically raise their eyebrow at a line call <laughs> and, the, and the commentators were like oh he's a lovely personality of the game it's like there's literally there's nothing there there's nothing and there it's, it's I, fine their brain is all committed to sport it's i think fine. It's, i think it's especially for an elite athlete part of the cost is that very often you are completely focused on winning and ambition and adrenaline and drive and people get critical of that and you go but that's why they're oh they have that, to be that's like why that. they win medals so it's like it's when you harsh. go to war you have to become completely yeah. desensitized and not care about human life it's the yeah. same thing <laughs> exactly. that's what strictly with sportsmen is is <laughs> that they get to a point where they, they've always been able to physically get their body to do whatever they want to they reach a point where they their body will not do what it's been told to do because it's not designed for that yeah. and the frustration actually bless him let's be sympathetic Adam's not used to that and the frustration was really visible that he it couldn't was. make he, his he body do it. He's quite young. You forget how young he is. Yeah. Uh, we call that the sports 
Catherine's plateau. It is, oh. their, it is to their eternal doom. Anyway, never mind the losers. They've gone now. <laughs> Let's focus on the winners. <laughs> So on to dance number two, we have Rose and Giovanni, who got 40 last week. So that was a pretty um, big hill to climb to try Can and do that again this week. Can, Can they beat it this year? Can they beat it? Can they beat 40? Can you top it? But this week they were doing a samba um, to a kind of 1960s number. Again, the music on the whole, apart from Sting and um, Dolly Parton, completely eluded me this week. I have no idea what anybody was dancing I to. Think, I think Dave Arch makes a lot of it up. Maybe he it's does. improvised. Maybe it's a secret way to get his own compositions onto yeah, the show. Yeah, you wouldn't know. This is Jazz Odyssey. This is no, Dave Arch. He wrote it. Yeah. That'll be it. Um, so the, the fashion show concept, I really, really loved. So uh, Rose is all done up in the kind of 1960s, you know, white knee-high boots kind of Nancy deal. Sinatra kind of go-go boot Yeah, gear. she looked yeah. fab. And um, I think Giovanni was supposed to be the photographer. Um, but the concept was brilliant. It looked great. It was very um, last night in Soho, which obviously yeah. is a bit of a thing at the moment. Um, and I just thought she was brilliant. Obviously, she got eights across the board this time rather than tens. Um, but a samba, so bloody difficult. And there was a bit right at the beginning where she is effectively a catwalk model walking down yeah. a catwalk or sambering down a catwalk. Insanely difficult timing to keep. Really incredible rotation of her hips the judges picked up on. And, and again, you just go, oh, oh my God, she can't hear. She can't hear. I think Craig picked up on it and said, we're forgetting Completely. this is a there's there's another level of achievement there wasn't on top even of this. a giovanni there kind of saying feel my body do the same thing my body's doing like she was just on her own so her literally sense of, in her own world her incredible. sense of timing must be absolutely impeccable it's really funny when you see sometimes early celebrities uh, who come out early and they're counting in their in their heads yeah and you think, i wouldn't forgive you because that's how i'd learn a dance <laughs> yes. but you watch rose and she is completely lost in the music she can't hear yeah, which she, is exactly. a miracle it doesn't it doesn't look like she's counting at all she looks looks like she's just experiencing it and actually what you're watching there is someone i mean if you're talking about diversity and representation you are someone who is making something look effortless and one of the great things about the paralympics and things is it made people for whom this is effortful yeah. are still capable of making things look... The, the enjoyment of dance is, is effortlessness and she makes it look effortless and it can't be. No, God, no. No, exactly. And that 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 is something in itself. It's, it was her highest Latin score, so she got four eights. Um, although Anton said, rather than gushing about it, he said, oh, it wasn't too bad. Um, he said he could see her nerves. Craig said it needed more fluid, fluidity, but he, <laughs> but he was the one that kind of became amazed at her timing. I can see your nerves. <laughs> isn't that horrible? creepy, isn't that it? Halloween was last week, dude. Stop, that's horrible. <laughs> How short was her dress? <laughs> <laughs> it's really not nice. Uh, Motsi said she loved the opening as well, the kind of the catwalk beginning. So yeah. the two of them made a really strong team. And um, Shirley picked up particularly on the, her amazing rotation. I mean, she's young, obviously, and extremely bendy, unlike us old people. But her, she, she did rotate her hips in a way that I didn't think was possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the, the, obviously a huge praise for his choreography as well. I thought that dance was a real hit, but it's the first time they've really said to her, oh, you looked a bit nervous. Like, I didn't see that at all. Yeah. I, I, I think it's maybe the week coming after tens. Is, yeah, is perhaps. What are you going to watch? I mean, maybe she was nervous because she'd got tens. As I mean, in, that's, that's as a hell of a place to come in from, isn't all it? All you can do is maintain it. So the idea, if you get across the board eights, oh dear, something went wrong. Yeah. And that's a really weird place to be. But it's her highest Latin score. And I think absolutely no shame in that at all. Yeah. Um, and I just think she's so popular with the viewers that, that even eights isn't going to leave her... In trouble. They're a lovely pair. Soon. You're They're sort of rooting for them, completely aren't you? Completely loving them. Uh, and also, maybe he strategically splits up with his girlfriend partway through the series so we can start <laughs> wondering if they're at it. Um, then follow, just before we go to the next couple, the T's and C's, probably the most underwhelming of the series so far. Krishnan Guru Murthy, who I like and have a lot of time for, literally on the set of Channel 4 News, just doing them to camera with literally not a glimmer of a smile. Absolutely pointless. Why? He did them in the style of terms and conditions, which is kind of spoiling the the point. (laughs) What happened to like the funny thing where, I don't know, if you don't have them in the studio, you send a piece of set to wherever they are. Put the glitter ball behind. It used to be like an archway with a bit of dry ice and then you have some funny props and somebody writes them a bit. It's like, for God's sake, make an effort. These are serious times. Well, I don't want to be reminded of that in Strictly Come Pissing Dancing. Thank you very much. Just had to be said. Um, Okay, then we come on to Tom and Amy, who absolutely, I think, I was about to say wiped the floor with, but I mean, at some points they do with the cape. Um, Their Paso Doble to 
trad I've put here. <laughs> to the Pasadona song. <laughs> don't know song. what it was. It was probably something from Carry On Abroad or, yeah. you know. Yeah. It made me think of Matthias Rose. Duty free. Same from duty free. <laughs> Instantly duty free. The bleakest sitcom on British television. <laughs> We're trapped couple- on an ending, <laughs> unending holiday. Makes Squid Game look pretty jolly, they, doesn't they it? They can never come home and they have to keep joylessly dry humping their, their neighbour's wife. That's the British version of Hotel California by the Eagles, <laughs> isn't it? Just a bleak depiction of and just cocaine somehow, like, desperation. Grey, sort of like Spanish hotel room. Oh, God. It was so desperately Anyway, bleak. theme from Duty Free and they did a dance They to it. did, they did. Um, but it was, for Tom, I mean, just a leap on physically and, yeah. and figuratively from what he's been doing before. So he had cape work to do. He had to do gazelle leaps and then pivots in midair. It was a really trad, they were calling it a very balletic oh, pasodoble because sometimes it can be like a big effing row yeah, it between wasn't two super, lovers. It was, it was, weirdly, it wasn't basically sexy. And with no, the best no. everybody, it's a bit like the Argentine Tango Girl here. It's a sexy one. And you said he was styled like the guy on the Quality Street tin. I mean, it was it was proper. He looked like I mean, he, there were two things. That, two things that obviously struck me about it. One, the ballet thing that it was it was weirdly because he's talked a lot and it's been really interesting about not being a masculine guy. He's a very feminine guy, and he has trouble yeah. doing masculine dances. They'd found here the masculinity of a ballet dancer, yeah. which is a feminine, feminized masculinity. Power in him. But it was really sexy, assertive, male. Um, he was basically like he'd switched yeah, to, to Spanish buzz mode, like in, like in Toy yes, Story. Yes. They flound the switch at the back, it turns Tom into Spanish buzz. And even though he was dressed in sort of Captain Britain camp red, white and blue outfit, yeah, 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 yeah. it didn't look silly. No, no, because no. Because he took it totally seriously. This was, um, I thought, when and it was... his shaping was so good. A couple of weeks ago, they shifted from being people I like to one of my favourites. Oh, really? Yeah, I really like them. I think they're, they're second tier... And I hope they go as far as they can. But I've just Tom and Amy this series. I've I've gone from thinking yeah whatever to really loving. And them. that's 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 the crucial journey that we're all looking for, yeah. isn't it? I so think that's going to probably be in common with a lot of viewers as that, well. That's going to that's going to happen. They've they've suddenly come from from middle ranking to being someone I look forward to every week. Yeah, I think the pair of them are lovely. She's really nice. I really oh, they're like, clearly lovely people. I really yeah. like her. He's really good. He's obviously he loves his kids. He's, he's got all the stuff that that, that, that works really on the VT. Yeah, she's it's, basically a member of their family now, which is yeah. usually a way of saying, look, definitely not having an affair. It's warm and safe and lovely. <laughs> I really like them and I think that the dancing has got better and better and better. So he's got a brilliant journey and I think he's in a way that Tilly's journey or Sarah's journey has been yeah. interesting watching them get better. He's leapfrogged that into being really, really, really good. I know, exactly. And it was such a high score for them this week. So they got, uh, Moxie and Shirley gave them 10s. Anton and Craig gave them 9s, which is still, you know, incredibly impressive considering what he'd sort of turned out before. Um, uh, Anton praised Amy's choreography, said it was joyous. Shirley even loved the fact that his feet closed when they should have closed, even among all that leaping and twirling. Said it was superbly done, amazing Spanish line. Uh, Motsy said, you know, something's happened to you, Tom. And I was like, yeah, when I was watching it, I thought he'd been possessed by a bullfighter. (laughs) The spirit of a dead bullfighter. There must be, let's face it, a lot of dead bullfighters. Yeah, yeah, it's a high risk in that game. If you go go toe-to-toe with a bull, you're probably going to end up being killed (laughs) at some point. Um, And quite right, too, it's very mean sport. Um, And then Craig, yeah, was just really all over praising his pirouettes and said he did a fantastic job. And it was the best male paso they'd probably seen not even just this series, but on Strictly full stop. Uh, it was such a thing to pull out of the bag with six weeks till the final, wasn't it? It suddenly yeah. made things a bit interesting. It almost seems that, that he's better if he's not on tour with his band at the same time as doing this. That was just nuts, He's wasn't got it? a lot better since he's been allowed to actually concentrate on doing this. And, ha- and have COVID. Yeah, yes. he's been. Um, what a journey. <laughs> I mean, certainly I think uh, if, if they carry on improving like this, they are the surprise journey of the series, I think. I know. So we'll get on to we'll get on to the next dance in a minute. But that that slightly causes me perturbation because what I really want. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're assuming we were talking about like, oh, how many couples in the final? If you know, because Robert Webb dropped out yeah. early and stuff. Um, my final still in my head, which I know is it's unreasonable to expect, but I will be disappointed if it's not. This will be AJ and Kai, um, John and Johannes. And Rose and Giovanni. Yeah. But now you're throwing Tom and Amy into the mix. And what if it's not four couples? And what then? I'd like it to go that far. There was a little bit of chat uh, on Twitter this week uh, with, with a, couple, a couple of friends who were just saying the best thing that could happen is for it to go like the high jump at the uh, the Olympics. And basically at the oh, end of it, they, yes. they all agree to, to share the medal. They all shake hands and it's like a really lovely moment and we all cry. I think Britain needs that. I think we should get to the end and Craig should just go, 
I think it's cruel that anyone should lose. Yes. Uh, and he should take his, his paddles and, and burn them or snap them. <laughs> and they should decide that everyone wins. And all the people who, who, were, th- who were thrown out, yeah. they all come back, Nina and everyone, they all come back and everybody shares it. That sounds fine. I'm happy with answer. that. I'd genuinely be happy with that. I don't, it's funny because obviously it is zero importante who wins. Like no one gives us stuff really. They kill but the ones. But somehow they, they make that. They kill the ones. It's like Wait, Squid Game. What? The ones, when they go off, the reason it's a sad dance, oh. they're shot in the head bolt gun, like, like, oh. like cattle. I, th- I thought they all went to live on a farm. You've seen they shoot horses, don't they? That's what happens to dancers who fail. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scott Hancock and I host From Queer to Eternity, a new podcast exploring what it means to be queer, where we have conversations like this. I look at younger generations and go, you can just Google this stuff. The fact that the only mention of queerness was don't get AIDS. <laughs> if I'd been marrying a girl, that would not have happened. Maybe we can find a, a universality that, that we weren't aware of before. That's why this podcast's so great, because actually, well, I guess we just don't think to speak of this stuff, and yet it's part of our fabric. From Queer to Eternity, available to listen to now from the Great Big Owl Company. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, on to the next dance. So, Reese and Nancy did a quick step, which, as I commented in my, I mean, I think highly praised column in the I newspaper. Yes, everyone's read it. I don't know why um, we're even doing this. <laughs> I don't know, why bother? You could just read me every week. Um, yeah, I, I thought they did a quick step every week, so I was quite confused. <laughs> um, literally, give them a slow dance because we need to actually see that they've got feet. I can't see their feet most of the time. Uh, this one began, so it's a quick step in a CGI garage with lots of CGI cars up on CGI ramps. Um, but Reese's spanner was very much real. He had a great big spanner or wrench. Um, Nancy's choreography, uh, as usual, um, would have created enough energy to power a small town. Um, they just went hell for leather. And then, as usual, they finish their dance. You think, oh, my God, the judges must have loved that. And they go, oh, your frame's not very yeah. good. And he does seem to keep falling back on this. So I think on the night he just gets really like attack attack energy energy because they keep giving him these really fast dances yeah and what what he needs i mean hopefully what's happening next week is a really sedate ballroom number slow him down so that she she gets him into one of those torture devices where his frame is set (laughs) properly and he has like a muscle memory of where to put his shoulders and where to put his elbows and stuff because he just keeps getting told off for it you're i mean you're right they were They were early favourites for me. I really, really liked him early on. And I thought she's great. I really liked them as a pair. And the energy he was bringing. I mean, he's a children's presenter. He's got all that lovely, honest, good energy pouring out He seems like a very good egg. Um, Despite having that strange thing where he hangs out with a married couple and their kid every Saturday night. But I'm sure that's fine. It's It's not not, not weird. Um, (laughs) Whatever people do in the privacy of their own home. That's that's the message of Strictly. People do in the privacy of their own home is fine. As long as there's no cameras there. Yeah. (laughs) With Claudia going live to you in your front room. Just really weird. But... um, (laughs) He plays really nice. He's got that sort of uh, rubbery spring energy oh, that you yes. get from a children's presenter. Uh, and a pro dancer. Like he's got natural talent. Yeah, he's terrific. But what he's not doing is changing his style. And at this point, it's the people who, who haven't got the flexibility and haven't got the, 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 haven't got the range, darling, who are, who are getting sent home. That's um, it. And I think last week when he did... Was no, it was Halloween week where he did War of the Worlds, which obviously is the best thing that's ever. Oh, which was great. Best thing that's ever happened on Strictly because yeah. of War of the Worlds. Naturally, uh, it was great. Jeff Wayne and brilliant. Jeff Wayne was interviewed. It was amazing, amazing, and that was almost the best use of all that energy because it bottled it and made it angry rather than just bouncy. Yeah, and he well, that's that's as far as you can go with just this sort of enormous amount of stored spring. Yeah, because it was disciplined, so it's really good. And since then, all they're saying, the judges are saying again and again, is that he needs to do something else with it. Or they've seen him jump around. Yeah, um, Anton uh, Dubeck's professional partner. Erin Bogue was on Strictly It Takes Two yeah. last night. I love the, all this. We're doing like a Bella Beretti about Strictly. Bella, Bella, Bella. And I'm, I'm referencing the other Bella Beretti on TV. We've got but... a podcast that's just about Strictly It Takes Two. <laughs> yes, we have. 
<laughs> we don't record it, but we do do it every yeah. week. Um, but no, Erin Bogue said brilliantly, I think, um, if this was a free, freestyle dance competition, like give him the medal on week one, he's incredible. Yeah. But it's about disciplining all that talent and yeah. energy into the right shapes, the right dance. And that doesn't seem to be happening with his and Nancy's partnership in the way that it should. And that's that's the only reason why I think maybe he's not a finalist because all these other incredible dancers, that might trip him up. And also I think he has been, has he been in a dance-off? No, am I imagining that? He cert- I certainly went one week the phone uh, votes were leaked and I don't think he was as high up as I'd yeah. expected him to be. So, Oh um, no, they were in a dance-off. It was a real surprise. <laughs> they were in a dance-off once and there was a sudden realisation that shock. maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. not as many kids are voting. Well, that's you know, it. Got- and maybe they're bugging their parents too, but probably not in the numbers that are needed. Yeah, he has he has danced-off. He danced-off very early on with a really, really good routine. It was a real surprise he was yeah, in the dance-off. exactly. And, and no one was going to hold a candle to him in the dance-off. But at that, at that but- point, I was really, really kind of angry that he could ever be considered to be someone who who might go out and now I'm starting to see the limitations of what they can do yeah and well, I we'll, want... have, we'll see maybe that'll change if he does a ballroom it'd be interesting and... to see yeah push them somewhere interesting the the thing that is I think has happened is that he started off and he was really naturally good yeah so maybe so he's expectations gone expectations were very yeah, high fine. I did yeah he doesn't seem like I I, th- I think judging by it was last week um Nancy was saying something about you know they get to the training room at nine in the morning and they leave at ten at night oh my god which is just bonkers um I, know I it's not worth it I don't know if that's every day but I don't I don't think the it's guy not, is cocky at all I think he's the opposite of cocky it. it's not worth it I, just, just come said, out and stomp about be fine <laughs> that's what you do yeah stomp about <laughs> I reckon I can win I'm brilliant how hard can it be uh, no but that said, he got three nines and a seven, so it's not like he messed it up or anything. Um, but he is going to have to work on that posture and um, and and being in hold generally because that is what they constantly batter him about. So we move on to Tilly and Nikita's tango. To it's either called Kings and Queens or King and Queen. Again, don't know the song, don't know the artist. Don't know, I assumed it was from chess. They it's should not, have done it from, from chess. chess. I mean, if it was from chess, then I'd forgotten it. But anyway, they were dancing on a big chessboard. Uh, she had loads of black coal eyeliner on. Um, Good which CGI I, chessboard. I like that. It was brilliant. On the dance off, they missed. Although in the dance off, they, they went right off the edge. Which I was genuinely <laughs> worried. I thought I they know. were going to fall. Yeah, they didn't quite sync up. Actually, just shows you how just how suggestible you are. And it also shows you how amazingly synchronised the graphics and dancing is. Oh my the, god, such the, pros! The, yeah. the, the, the graphics people are doing a three D render at the same time, and they know exactly where the dancers are going to be at any they've camera time. blocked it on a Friday and, and a fraction of but a they second only out. get like a you know one a couple of run-throughs to do that so it's it brilliant, brilliant. incredibly impressive matching that choreography to where the floor is going to sort of you know have your your floor on it essentially. again really brave a really brave thing so you don't need to do that you could just put them on a chessboard and, and yeah and at the <laughs> beginning no at the beginning of the dance they have to kind of appear between two chess pieces that move apart to yeah. let them through as well so yeah Really quite Impressive. clever. Sometimes we slag the graphics, but actually this was pretty damn good. If you've got um, CGI crocodile at one end and maybe <laughs> maybe exercise zombies at that end. Please no. Uh, chess pieces, far end, brilliant. The chess board effect was We're calling terrific. them high. Is it because yeah. it's chess? Yes, yes. And, and we literally are those wankers that when we watched the Queen's Gambit, remembered we had a chess board and put it on our coffee table. It's very important. People know we've heard of chess. <laughs> So when people come round, it's like, oh, is that a chessboard? Yes, it it actually is. We use it as a cheese board, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> Shut up, Joel. Anyway, back to the dance. Tilly and Nikita's tango. Um, I thought it was really good, but I could definitely, you know, when you hear the judges start speaking and you think, oh, yeah, that's what I wasn't quite comfortable with. <laughs> I didn't know why it wasn't like fully the power and the, the you know, the, the powerful staccato thing that I was hoping for. They were kind of contradicting themselves. They said it was staccato and it was intense, but they just said um, Anton was glitching this week massively with his constant referral to the position of people's heads, mostly women in hold. Um, but, but apparently the position of her head wasn't quite right. So the rest of her body wasn't quite hanging right. And that's why it didn't completely look like a tango should. But um, Craig was more critical, although he gave the same score as Anton and Mozzi. He said that it stopped and started a bit. It's, he said some of the footwork was heavy. Um, Mozzi said she's a beautiful dancer, but work on the tiny things. Mozzi's always being nice this this year. I think mm. as the kind of little criticisms come in, she's less willing to like go in for the kill. She'll just say, but, she, but it's really good. She's sitting next to Craig. She's got to. Yeah, I guess you're, you're so. there as a sort of buffer. To... She understands that she's got a kind of a slightly, you know, put, put, put a plaster on it and kiss it better <laughs> job to do. Um, and uh, yeah and although Shirley said we can always rely on your performances and she said she needed more flow and frame and actually only gave her a seven so the other other judges were eights but Shirley did give her a seven Um, and again I think the makeup did a lot of the heavy lifting for Tilly this week but her face apart from not smiling wasn't doing a lot again yeah and I think just what 
at this point in any other series of Strictly, an acting coach would have come in and say, and done some stuff with yeah. her to say, let's make you look angry. Can you remember a time when, I don't know, say your dad said something really stupid and yeah. you were really angry with him. I imagine she's got a few of those stored away. Maybe she's repressed all that stuff. Maybe if, if you maybe say... Maybe there's to, only room for one angry person in that house. Yeah, maybe if you say to Tilly, let the emotions out, she goes, I can't, I, I think she needs therapy. <laughs> yeah, it's not an acting coach, it's a therapist. Oh my God. Uh, no, I've, she's, she's someone who's got what appears to be a sunny disposition which oh, they yes, struggle with sure. but I wonder whether whether it's it's fear of letting something out that's stopping her letting but herself it's, out but it's not sunny it's kind of very in, she's she's neither sunny nor depressed she's just very in the middle maybe there's no room for emotion in that household I love the fact yeah. we're therapising her house this is probably really really unfair maybe maybe they're lovely I don't <laughs> I doubt it bear in mind her I dad's I don't made, think her dad's lovely her mum's probably extra lovely to make up for her awful her dad it, is yeah. and it's really sweet because I think her mum <laughs> she said her mum goes every single week obviously her dad must be off working and things but her mum is in the audience every single week supporting her daughter which is really really lovely I'm saying if you keep bringing your family along for VTs we're going to criticise your family it's as simple as that <laughs> I'm, I, I think I should work on their placement uh, I, I, I think their hands are all wrong frames are all wrong and as a family I think they're a disaster for well she ended up in the dance off and my only advice to her going forward is because now everyone's pretty much a great dancer yeah. no more VTs with your dad because yeah. he will kill your phone votes faster than I don't know a, a, an electrical storm <laughs> taking out phone lines like please don't he's have any those, more VTs with your dad he's one of those strange people we we have in our <coughs> in our culture now who the only reason they're famous is because apparently they're sort of astonishingly witty or clever or lovable or likable or, or a good, good turn of phrase and then whenever you watch them you go but you're terrible at this like Boris Johnson yeah. or uh, but people you go oh, I'm waiting for you to deliver the bon mot that made you famous exactly you go, but you're really witless and slow he is an angry footballer <laughs> yeah, there's literally rubbish. nothing else to him Alan Maybe Sugar Maybe, yeah, maybe his people? food is nice, but just being paid to be angry on television, I'm sorry, it doesn't cut it anymore. Yeah, it's not anyway. enough. I don't know why anyone would respect him. He's just an angry footballer. <laughs> Moving on to, I think probably the... Ma- I do feel bad saying this because he did throw some nice shakes, but the most forgettable dance of the night. I really had to rack my brain to try and remember, even with only nine dances, like what this actually was. Dan and Nadia did a couple's choice. Again, while they were dancing, I had no idea what style they were dancing. Uh, apparently it was street I wonder which street. <laughs> Coronation Bishop, Street. Bishop's Avenue, like a posh street. I don't know. No. I don't. It wasn't even Hollywood Boulevard, which I think was the idea. They kind of jumped through a giant billboard of themselves as movie stars. It's probably one of those new builds, like a Brookside. More, more, be, of, more it, of a, not a street, but cul-de-sac. I'm going to say cul-de-sac too. <laughs> I'm absolutely with you there. Um, again, in training this week, rather than letting them just get on and train, uh, they put them on the train to go and look at a football stadium for no good reason. It had bugger all to <laughs> do with must their dance. Be stopped. What would happen if they were allowed to stay at home and train? I wonder. One maybe week they'll do that. And he just he just flies. He I can know. actually fly. Maybe he can actually fly. Um, yeah, it was nothing to do with their routine. It was so bizarre. It was, they went to Man United. He talked a bit, <laughs> reminisced about being a commentator and meeting some footballing heroes. Um, and then presumably because the pitch is sacred, they weren't even allowed to practice their routine on the pitch. So it's like pointless. And it's always them as well. I do a thing called um, Rehearsal Room Bingo every week in my lovely column in the I newspaper, which you really must it's read. Um, and every week it's them. They put them on a train, they make them do something pointless and then they bring them home again for like 20 seconds of VT tops. It is so, so pointless. Someone doesn't like them on that show. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it was... So this dance was kind of like... The, the, I think the story was supposed to be, it didn't really have one, that they were kind of, you know cool LA handsome star and um, hero or heroine and hero mm. of, a, of some kind of movie um, but they had no personalities at all and they were just sort of you know he was mostly running she was doing the proper dancing that all the judges said look you know he's capable of more than this a couple of times when they were doing some side-by-side stuff he was terrific but on the whole, it was the blandest thing I've ever seen. It was weird. It looked like it looked like they they because it was it's not movie week, so it's a really weird thing to do a movie themed one. It on was not just movie a bit week. like oh, we've got this routine, we haven't really thought where to place it. And the do poster, you do it? the post they burst through was <laughs> reminiscent of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes. the Tarantino film. And he went, but doesn't that end with the Sharon Tate murder? I'm pretty sure it's got a lot like a nasty murder in it. It's over long and it ends with a nasty murder. I haven't so seen it. I don't I'm, want to. I'm wondering if someone had said, hey, that's kind of cool, and they'd gone La La Land. No, we'll do Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and someone had gone, no, 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 you mustn't do that. So they'd removed all. The content they from should it, just absolutely have done La La Land it was a complete mistake but anyway so apart from the fact that it had no real character and I couldn't tell who Dan was supposed to be in the dance which is kind of a big mistake you have to give them something to get their teeth Charles into Charles Manson I think well he didn't convince me oh, as, right. a, as a, as a psychopathic a routine, cult leader slash serial killer um, Craig did go in really hard on him this week he gave him a six and he said 
vanilla saccharin disappointing which i'm afraid to say even though dan's skill is undeniable i totally agreed with um he's surprising that he's still here yeah Some, something's happening he's Weren't good he enough saying, to stay he says a lot like in, with claudia afterwards like oh it's amazing because i'm not a very good dancer it's yeah. like then get off of strictly yeah. you're he, you're in the way you're roadkill he's post being saved by the red light of doom interview he said oh i'm not that good a dancer and you kind yeah. of want to go if on bake-off you keep making poisonous cakes <laughs> even if people are like you go home i yeah. can't really cook is the funny oh, thing everything's on fire i don't know why i'm still here oh burn the tent down okay <laughs> by, by, by this point in the competition being a good dancer is why you're still here yeah so you i mean i assume it shows a bit of self-knowledge that he goes i've probably only got a couple of weeks left which yeah. is which is nice i'm, I'm I, that's a nice thing to say a couple I think of weeks a lo- is generous Joe, a I lot think. of people are looking at him going still here dan uh i think I do, do you know, he's being very good humored about it yeah. And he was, and he keeps trying to insert sort of like a personality into the Claudia interviews. So this week, apropos of nothing, no one asked him. He was saying, "Oh, my right bum cheek, you know, it's really suffered this week. Um, I've had it all strapped up by the physio. It's completely hairless. Like I don't really want to think about your hairless bum <laughs> he, cheek." He was thanks. revealing things he shouldn't reveal. Actually, genuinely, I must admit, his off-script stuff, his bit where he goes yeah. one bit too far, has been really good. It's been fun. Like, but he knows what he's doing. He's trying to well desperately judged. trying to connect with the audience. He's good at it because, yeah, his dancing isn't quite up to. Anyway, he got two sevens, an eight and a six from Craig. Um, and then just as they were about to run off up the stairs, Shirley, you know that bit in Game of Thrones where um, you might not have seen it, Indira Varma, um, her character's like a sort of beautiful, evil baddie mm. from some mystical island. And um, she kisses goodbye um, this girl who then gets on a boat and sails away. But of course, the lipstick was poisoned and she slowly expires oh. as she voyages back to her homeland. Um Shirley said to Dan as he was about to go up the stairs, you're consistent. And it felt to me like the same thing. Right. Yeah, consistent doomed. means unchanging, <laughs> treading water, dead in the water. Consistency basically. is not, it's not called strictly come consistencing. No, is it, it isn't. I mean, if it was, that would be stupid. And actually the title of Strictly Come Dancing, say it to yourself another three times. It's stupid. It's really stupid. So stupid. Based on a film you've forgotten. <laughs> Okay, on to my undisputed favourite dance of the night now. It's John and Johannes and their rumba to Shape of My Heart by Sting. I've heard this one. I've heard this one. Yes. When you when you go, thank goodness it's Sting, you know that you've got to a point where you don't know any songs anymore. It's a bit worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so the, the, the VT before this was perhaps almost even better than the actual dance, which I adored. <laughs> um, so they're in the training room and Sting sends him a VT and it's lovely. And he just, you know, he trots out the usual two sentences about, I'm very proud of you and good luck. And um, John looks at Johannes with such earnestness and says, we cannot let Sting down. And that's I, I mean, brilliant. that's not really John's accent. I apologise to everyone in the North, as usual. Um, but that was his was primary amazing. focus, like, shit, Sting's going to watch this. And if we fuck it up, we've let, we've let Sting down. What will Sting do? I know. Sting will haunt you with a loot I outside think, your window I there. Think he would. <laughs> while Angrily. His, while his wife does yoga on one leg. <laughs> Has anyone seen that? That picture's our favourite picture of Sting, isn't it? <laughs> the he's, one... he's playing a giant loot and his wife's standing on one leg yeah. doing yoga. And the one thing you know about Sting is he doesn't give up and he's got endless stamina. Endless stamina. <laughs> <laughs> he can play the loot outside your window for ages. <laughs> He's unstoppable. It's all about breath control, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as is usual with a rumba, it doesn't matter what the others think because they all haven't got a clue what they're talking about. Shirley is the queen of the rumba. Nobody yeah. else knows rumba. She does. Um, so straight to Shirley. She was in almost in tears. She was very moved. She said she was moved. She said his leg work was amazing. She said the routine was stripped down. It was so fitting. It was really emotional. Class personified. She was really struggling for words because she was just her bottom lip was going. Yeah. Um, she absolutely loved it. Um, I think that there were tiny things they could have improved. Um, they were talking about John's posture and if he just opens his chest a bit more and extends more of those. But I thought the shapes where he was making were beautiful. And also, um, it was pointed out to me only after because I didn't really know when I was watching. John was fully leading this. He was the lead in all of yeah. this. And you know how you can tell that? How? Because Johannes's buttons were done up to just above his nipples. Right. And John's were undone down to well below his nipples. Is that nipples. the code? And that, that shows he's alpha and Dominant. he's the lead. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, he's trying to unbutton him. <laughs> exactly. But I think, I mean, this was a perfect demonstration of why these two are working. Oh, so One, good. that they can mirror each other. Uh, previously before, what's been impressive is Johannes is the most astonishingly charismatic and interesting dancer. Yeah. And that John is matching him. You can take, you can't take your eyes off John to look at Johannes, which know, is almost isn't impossible. Isn't that nuts? Because he is like such a such an attention grabbing performer, and it's brilliant. And that, that's what he does. That is his job. And I'm watching John, which is incredible. <laughs> I'm not 
looking away from John to look at the great dancer. No, no. And this week was a thing, as a non-dancer, I don't know, but but shifting that from being that John is mirroring him or reflecting him or following him to John is leading him. Leading him around the floor. Amazing. And and so slowly and exposingly, it's like it's really hard to do that. It was gorgeously romantic. It was, Because it was to do with trust. And basically, Johannes has said, I've got you to a point now where you're such a good dancer, I trust you to lead me. Yeah. And weirdly that was incredibly touching and it was kind of a throwback to something he said about um one of the routines a couple of weeks ago where john had to lift him yeah and it made him really emotional because johannes is always the one that lifts his dance partner and it just made him realize the incredible trust you put in someone when you let them hurl you into the air like it feels their story is lovely it's just wonderful to watch them i think what you're doing with them as well as well their bodies are great and their dancing is great you're watching their faces and they are both so excited they're doing this yeah so there is the, the wider story, the it's cultural lovely. story of things. It is they they are in love with what each other is doing. Yeah. And it's just brilliant. To Although watch. if we're talking in reality, my read of it is that obviously John's got a lovely boyfriend is very happy. I don't know if jo- Johannes is single or not, but I think oh. Johannes has a crush the size of Alaska on his dance partner. And who wouldn't, quite That's, frankly? That makes it even more poignant and beautiful. This <laughs> is true, <laughs> no. which I've now decided it is true. That's how I decide to read it. Craig true, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. I know it's true. Um I um uh, really liked what Craig said uh, about wanting to steal that as his wedding dance because Craig is, is betrothed apparently I didn't know he was betrothed because he's shortly to be married um, really want to go to that wedding I imagine it'll be an absolute what a riot <laughs> I know um, uh, he, he said that um, John could have had a straighter leg but actually Erin Bogue I refer you back to Erin Bogue again yeah. last night on It Takes Two bam 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 um, she said that actually what he could have done is the other leg to be more bent because you have like a bent leg and a straight leg straight a standing bendy, leg same, and a, same, but same, anyway same, um, something up with his leg a minor minor technical point but he gave him an eight uh, Motsie just said she loved watching the two of them they created a subtle atmosphere it was the essence of a rumba she gave them eight Anton gave them a nine, said it was beautifully mature. And Shirley, moved as she was, thrust aloft her ten paddle, thus ensuring they had not let Sting down. Hooray, Hosanna! <laughs> he will not be looming at their window with his loot anytime soon. So well done, John and Johannes. Thank goodness. Okay, so now we move on to oh god, and it, it, this is just like the fireworks, you know, going off at the end of a at the end of a big concert because now it just goes one great routine after another. AJ and Kai did their Charleston to a song called "Don't Bring Lulu," which I didn't know. Oh yes, that's not that, being that, born that, in the jazz era. That's the real thing. And obviously, the first thing you have to point out is again, she's styled beautifully as this incredible sort of flame-coloured uh, uh, um, flapper yeah. in that kind of tasselly dress. They cut it really short. She looked just like yeah. a beautiful, beautiful flame dancing. And immediately, because she's a black woman dressed in 1920s gear, Anton, of course, <laughs> so straight to the top of his Rolodex, you look like Josephine Baker. <laughs> I don't know if she looked anything like Josephine Baker, but certainly in Anton's head, she did. She looked like Richard Baker. <laughs> Read the news. <laughs> Richard Bacon. Um, <laughs> anyway, she looked she looked delicious. And like um, Ginger Baker. <laughs> <laughs> it's that drummer. Yeah. See, I know that. That's a drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're Charlestons. So Charlestons are always, I always look forward to them almost as much as Argentine tangos because the character of that dance is so identifiable and specific and kind of like for entertainment jazz hands yeah. fast movement there's usually lots of mugging to camera and people tumbling over one another in a kind of really impressive way this was definitely i mean it was no letdown at all it was absolutely incredible um and she just she to me she just always looks like a pro now yeah like i probably expect a bit too much from her because when i see her dance i don't see a foot or a or an angle or anything out of place she's just impeccable she's this year's one there's always a contestant who has no journey, effectively, apart from their confidence. They just arrive they as arrive. a dancer in week one. It's amazing. They're surprised they're an amazing dancer. And it seems to be genuine. genuine oh, no, she going, is. Yeah. She's, she's a newbie. Because she's got, and her attitude and her character is, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's literally Yeah, I is, believe it. What's that line from Bugs Malone? I'm dancing, I'm dancing. She's literally <laughs> one of those people who's literally cannot believe. Look, Look Ma, at me, Ma. I'm dancing. <laughs> she cannot believe she's doing it. So she's got no journey. So you go, well, this should be boring because you've arrived fully formed. And right. yet they're so good. Yeah. And they're so beautiful beautiful to watch and you look forward to seeing what they're going to do every week that the lack of journey doesn't matter because the quality beats that yeah and actually i'm still more interested in the fact that they're dancing like this and that then they're doing it off screen like i actually couldn't care less i just really enjoy watching them dance together and craig although he didn't get out his 10 paddle did just simply say amazing 
Um, Anton said it was outrageous and brilliant. Shirley said she didn't have a paddle big enough, which I think she meant was a number yeah. high enough. And um, yeah, Motsi said she was so proud of them. They were authentic. Her acting was great. And she loved it four times. Four Aww. times she loved it. AJ got, I think it's her highest score to date. She got three tens and a nine from Craig. Um, and and rightly so. I just think, I mean, she has to be in the final. There's no question. Oh, yeah. That, it'd be terrible. And also, I want to spend another week trying to work out who Kai is because he's not he's not a robot <laughs> greengrocer or an action man he's greengrocer. He's not, no. No, it's wrong. I'm thinking, this week I was thinking he was a slightly too clean heavy from a 1950s British film. <laughs> He would throw he would throw George Cole out of a window yes. in a Centrinian's film. Yes, uh, but he'd be supposed to be being gangster. But actually, you know, he's too nice. He probably but you would. need to sponge on a bit of grey stubble. Yeah, he looks like he's been picked <laughs> out of a chorus line in from the windmill, uh, or, or, or from, from like from the from the uh, from the Palladium. Yeah, and they brought him and said, "You're a big lad. You can play the heavy in this." And he's thrown George Cole <laughs> as Flash Harry into the back of a back of a lorry full of manure. That's what that's what Kai is. It's like Mark's still here. Brilliant. No, well, that's nice. It just bothers me every week. He's reminding me of something. And I can't work out what it is. On, on the on the final little finally slotted to play is exactly who he is. He'll pull his mask off like in Mission Impossible Reveal. <laughs> He's actually was Anton all along. <laughs> like in WandaVision. But it was Anton all along. Okay, and now we get to... I can't believe we're here already, but it's the last dance of the night. It was mm. Sarah and Aliash who did a quick step to the only other song I recognised, Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. <laughs> from which, the olden days. From the olden times, which um, I really, really enjoyed and, and got them some very decent scores. But I just... I was really put off by her wig. Right, do you think it was the wrong Dolly wig? I don't know because I don't know some maybe they you know what the hair and makeup are like they're usually pretty good and if they're trying to replicate like a look from a film they're brilliant at it like you know they did Mia Wallace in yeah. you know pulp fiction stuff you know what, it was well. supposed to be Lily Tomlin's wig they really <laughs> got it wrong it just I didn't like it maybe it's the shape of Sarah's head it didn't fit her but it just mm. didn't suit her at all and so um, because I'm shallow and uh, and an awful person you were distracted by that wig. I was very dis- I was very distracted by the wig I just thought it looked heavy and like it might be slowing her down and in a I think step, is, that's not I'm good. now remembering I think Dolly in 95 has an amazingly unflattering perm. Oh, I well, there you so. go. I mean, I'm, no, I I'm sure it. they were being It's not what you think of as Dolly hair. Forensic. No, exactly, exactly. But anyway, hair <laughs> aside, um, Anton absolutely loved it. Got his nine paddle, said, you beauty. I wished I'd danced it with you. He'd wished that a couple of times with Sarah now. Maybe he's got a little... Um, a little yeah. flickering flame. Actually, for her. he would have been paired with Sarah in the classic Strictly pairings. Oh, he definitely he? would have done. And yeah. she would have been. What he's thinking and is, and she that, would have been a lovely surprise, and he'd have been in much longer than he thought. Exactly. And, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. This is this is Anton's little fantasy. He goes to bed with every night and thinks about the the series he was partnered with a clomper, <laughs> and she turned out to be able to fly. An absolute gazelle. Yeah. But the the one thing um, they well not not the one thing, but the one thing that really stands out about Sarah compared to all the other contestants is that when she's in hold, she is perfection. Yes. They can't fall her in hold Anton said never come out of hold you're great uh, which I guess is a tip for if she does get to the final just do shitloads of ballroom um, <laughs> but yeah I mean who wouldn't be really comfortable and happy in the arms of Aliash or Aljaz as we call him in Al-Jazz. our house um, yeah. I thought the one thing I thought it's just a costume thing as well as the hair it's because it came straight after uh, AJ's flap-up outfit. And AJ's obviously got these amazing legs and things, and you can watch everything she's doing. She's it, just a pair of legs, basically. Ju- yeah, she d- looks like... Not literally, that would be yeah. hideous. <laughs> looks like a split pin. Uh, but she's this astonishing shape, which you can see everything she's doing. And then you saw the costume that Sarah had, had this long, flowy dress, and I went, I can't see what your feet are doing. Well, quick steps do tend to have a bit more of a ballroom skirt, don't they? But maybe it was cut a bit too long. Yeah, and it was it was, it was was confusing. I thought, oh, I can't tell at the end of this whether you've done it brilliantly. And luckily, the judges could see. But I went... Oh, Oh, it's yeah, a bit unfair. Yeah. It's a bit like dressing her as a Dalek. You can't quite see what she's doing. Or one of those ladies that covers a toilet roll. Yes, <laughs> dresses as a toilet roll lady. Um, That's she, how I want all my Strictly costumes to be when I'm on Strictly. Yeah. I just want them all to go down to the ground so no one can see my feet. Yeah, and actually underneath it, all your little bike. No, you know, I just want to be on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> just always a Dalek. And just this drag week, me around for the movie floor. week, I'm a Dalek. And for Halloween week, I'm a Dalek. <laughs> And this week, I'm Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Always on wheels. <laughs> relentlessly on wheels. <laughs> anyway, back to Sarah and Al Jazz's quick step. So, yes, the quick step, you do really need to see the footwork. Um, Craig said, because presumably he could see through skirts. Uh, the footwork- <laughs> <laughs> Is that his superpower? He, yes, he can. <laughs> oh, my God. Completely wasted on Craig, actually. So it's, um, it's a real shame. Uh, i he couldn't see her nerves. <laughs> <laughs> but he did say her footwork could be cleaner backwards which is saying something Whoa. when you have to yeah. tidy up your work backwards like well done for her Pure Ginger if, that's Rogers. The, if that's the only criticism yeah. uh, but he said this is your forte well done uh, Motsi loved her rhythm changes said it was really strong and she just said generally what a show like everyone is clearly 
at their peak. So they came away with three eights and Anton gave them a nine because he's nuts about um, Sarah's hold. Okay, so at the end of this week, obviously we know who went. It was Adam and Katia, uh, but they were bottom of the leaderboard, um, just Dan and Nadia edging above them. And then at the top, it was AJ and Kai swiftly followed by Tom and Amy. I forgot Tom and Amy, obviously, who did did an incredible routine this week. Um, But the dance-off obviously wasn't, I mean, this is where the mid-table, everyone's in danger, everyone's in danger now. Um, Adam and Katia were always going to be in the dance-off, I think. But yeah, they were with Tilly and Nikita, who looked pretty gutted, I think, to have been uh, down there. But I mean, anyone could be from next week, I think. Who else um, is it going to be? I think this is the thing we've got where... Early <laughs> on... Dan Walker. Uh, yeah, but, I just uh, don't know. Yes, it's really strange. But early on, it's a surprise when Reese and Nancy are in the dance-off. I don't think anyone could be surprised in a dance-off because they're just picking people off now. I know. That's it now. It's, it's it's going to be sort of, yeah, sort of um, someone from a grassy knoll taking them out with a gun. Yeah. Uh, as and you I, said, they do all end up getting killed. So. And of course, Anton will be able to say their head should have been back into the left, back into the left. <laughs> <laughs> they never have been hit. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. It's all about the positioning of the head. <laughs> JFK would still be here that... if only he'd listened to Anton. <laughs> That's what he's going on about. I just thought he was losing his mind. Um, so, yeah, so we lose Adam and Katia. Uh, he has returned to the sea. The ocean floor. Albeit now, or I think maybe we're saying he sleeps with the fishes, if From what you say is true. <laughs> he's, he's not one of them. He's just asleep yeah, with them now. Yeah, dropped in. Uh, in concrete, as is traditional. So um, next week, I mean, we really are looking at someone terrific going next week, or Dan Walker. Yeah, it's basically it's, it's, it's a hard choice. It's either going to be someone terrific or Dan Walker. When it comes under the judge's choice, they're going to have to say that. Well, I had a choice here. It was either someone terrific or Dan Walker. I think that that's it. N- Nadia looked genuinely surprised this week that they weren't in the dance-off. So, I, I mean, I haven't seen the phone votes, but something is going on there. He clearly has, I don't know, the mum vote or the somebody... Jesus. The Jesus, all the godly people are voting yeah. for him. Uh, I hope not on a Sunday, though. No, they can't, can they? Because the show's on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, so Dan Walker, I have a nasty suspicion the next week... I don't, I'm not making him into a hate figure. He's a perfectly nice no. man. But next week, I think he'll be saved again. And two unbelievably good people will be in the drop zone. And we're going to lose someone on Khayabal. And it so, could be Tilly, because I don't think yeah. she seems to be of the age group that's getting the actual votes. It's probably Tilly or Reese and Nancy in there. Yeah, I think so. I'm Isn't so, that I, awful? And I would, again, I think this puts a lovely uh, lovely bit onto everyone else's story because it means that Sarah's had the most amazing story where at the beginning you thought she'd last two or three weeks and here she is yeah. being one of the best ballroom... Oh, she's still a contender, definitely. ...as they've had. And yeah. it's, it's those, those stories you weren't expecting. The only thing we weren't expecting, really, was that Dan would still be here. But I think we're not alone in that. I think Dan thinks the same thing. I think Jesus is keeping him there. It's just the power of prayer. And it, it shows it works. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Have we just proved the existence of God? We have. I uh, didn't see this week going that way. <laughs> Mark, get better soon. Come back. <laughs> anyway, honestly, thank you for listening. Um, uh, sorry we're late. Uh, sorry for waffling on, as we inevitably do as an old married couple. Um, but hopefully not hopefully because I want to get rid of Joel but I hope Mark is well enough yes, next get week well. and has ceased his hallucinating get um, well as fast as a Strictly contestant can get over Covid really which fast which apparently is like three days and you're it, done honestly this isn't doing the messaging any good that it's a serious <laughs> disease you can apparently be back doing quick steps the next week but I yeah know. they should at least make them do it in an iron lung or something yeah, or cough occasionally just close <laughs> up on them looking distressed <laughs> thank you so much for listening come and see us on the Twitter if you want to have a chat we we drop in and out of there infrequently but we are there Um, and we'll see you next week don't know who our lineup changes weekly now so it could be anyone it could be someone who's never done the podcast before Um, but someone will be here blethering on about Strictly until then thank you for listening and keep I mean, how many movies have we watched and and we're watching a cannibal and we don't know it? Maybe it's not such a wonderful life. Maybe it used to be a wonderful life before I got eaten alive by Jimmy Stewart. You want a little bite? I might just. I might just want one bite. The entire first season of Nina Conti and Shanoa Allen's Richard and Greta is available now wherever you get your podcasts. Richard and Greta, gonna make your life better today. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.